Hello, and welcome to episode 138 of the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Butler, joined today with Pete DeMeo. Hi, everybody. And Phil Frisco. Howdy. <laughs> and Melissa Kavanaugh. Howdy, howdy. All right, guys, you're going to have to up the energy a little bit. Our audience <laughs> needs us right now. You guys sound like a bunch of Eeyores from Winnie the Pooh. So. Well, here's the problem is I found that, see, I work upstairs in our little bonus room, and we have a couch up here that I have a table pulled against. And I started out where I was sitting up straight on the couch, and mm-hmm. I'm slowly finding myself turning into a reclined position. Yeah. So it's a, I'm getting more and more relaxed from working from home. So, so if we if we hear snoring during the episode, we need to wake you up. Is yeah, I, occasionally I'll pass out a couple times during the day, but I just jump right back into what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> funny. All right, well, welcome to the show, everybody. If you're tuning in for the first time, we typically talk through a lot of hotel marketing strategies and tactics, and what we're trying to do over the course of the next few weeks is do some shorter episodes with some real tactical things that you can apply right now. We know a lot of folks out there kind of struggling. This is a new normal for a lot of us in these uncharted territories. So we, we don't know really how to react in some of these situations. So your friends here at Fuel are going to try to help you through some of it, navigating um, some of these stormy waters and also share with you some of the things we're seeing that are working for a bunch of our partners as well. So, with that said, today, episode 138, this is Phil's episode. He wrote an awesome blog post on our site, which was basically about the considerations you should have when you're looking at your paid advertising right now. And I think primarily we're going to be talking about Google ads, but this this runs through a lot of your different advertising channels as well. So like a lot of what we do, it's not a comprehensive list. If, if you have additional ones you'd like us to talk about on the show, you can always email us info at fueltravel.com with the things you're doing. And we're going to be compiling lists from clients and listeners of the show into future content that we can push out to the audience as well. So with that said, let's jump in. Mr. Phil, this is your episode. So you want to jump straight into number one, 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 one. Yeah. So the first thing you're going to want to do, um, it's fairly easy. It's probably going to save you a bunch of money is updating your negative keyword lists immediately. Um, so be sure you're not spending your advertising dollars on unqualified searches. So some of the keywords that you want to add to your negative lists right now are things like cancellation, cancel. Uh, that'll eliminate anybody who's searching your brand name and trying to cancel their current reservation. Um, you can also add things like COVID, coronavirus, and even corona, unless you're selling corona beer for some reason. You don't need that one either. So go ahead and add all of those to your negative keyword list right now. Um, that'll probably eliminate just a, a bunch of stuff that, that you don't need to be paying for an ad for. Uh, also want you to add those as a phrase match keyword, meaning it contains that phrase within the query somewhere. Um, and that should cover any unexpected queries if people are adding very long strings to that or it's through a voice search. Um, no ads will appear uh, in any way uh, re- regarding cancellation, cancel, COVID, coronavirus, that type of stuff. So that's an easy one. Should save you money right now. 
Yeah, and you know, negative keywords is something you should be looking at frequently. And and if it's not you and your specific role, this is a conversation you can take to the folks that that are doing this. And the reality of the situation we're dealing with, what what we're finding and talking to a lot of our partners is because of the the situation and the number of layoffs and furloughs, there are people that are, are being asked to do things they've never done before mm-hmm. and that were maybe responsible for for this in the past and no longer with the organization, hopefully just temporarily. But that means you, if you're responsible for it or whoever's responsible for it, needs to pay more attention than ever. Um, it might be completely new to you. So negative keywords is something you should always be looking at on a regular basis. Each person's individual situation is going to be a little different. So always look through the types of keywords that are getting searched and clicked on your campaign and be ready to adjust them on an ongoing basis. Not This isn't a one and done kind of situation. You should be monitoring that frequently throughout your campaigns. And I'd also say that point, the story. reason that this is so important is it when you have a click on a term that is not relevant to converting, not only is it a guest or a customer who would not be able to book a stay, but it's also taking a click away from somebody who would be booking a stay. So it, Yes, it's great from a, a campaign health perspective to make sure that you know your click rates are where they're supposed to be. But also, every time somebody clicks and they've already booked and looking to cancel or something along those lines, you're taking marketing money away from a qualified customer somewhere else. And with money so tight as it is, any place you can save is a great idea. And as Stuart mentioned, you know you may be doing this on your own when before you had someone to do it for you. Lucky for you, we're going to put out a couple of little videos, uh, kind of like a little screen share, and we'll narrate over them, and I'll show you exactly how you can do this within your account. So keep an eye out for that. We will link to it in the show notes once I have it created. And the show notes will right. be at fueltravel.com slash podcast, and you can click on episode 138. That's where you'll find those videos and the notes to, for all these things that we're talking about today. Number two. Right, you guys are ready to move on. All right. So you'll also want to be mindful of all of your messaging and making sure you're auditing all of your scheduled posts. So messaging on your website within your paid ad copy um, and then scheduled posts on all of your social. You may have scheduled these posts uh, a month ago and some of the messaging might not have been offensive a month ago and could run into a PR nightmare for you if you don't go ahead and review anything that you currently have scheduled. So that is the very first thing you should do. Check your scheduled posts uh, and then go and review all of your ad copy. Um, it's, your messaging can make and make or break your advertising efforts right now. Um, need to be empathetic. Need to be helpful. Um need to understand what your guests are looking for during this time and and try not to be uh, self-serving or insensitive. Um, you could potentially be turning off a lot of guests if you're not really reviewing this stuff. Because like I said, you know, something might have been fine uh, a week or a month ago that is totally not fine today. So go ahead and review schedule posts, review all your ad copy, your email messaging, something that you might have scheduled. And I would say... Don't forget those third parties that may be running ads on your behalf. You may have display advertising being run by somebody like Sojourn. Be careful to include all of that as well as part of your audit. 
Yeah, we've seen some folks running, and Pete, you mentioned this in the last episode, things like, you know, spring fevers in the air and stuff like that. It's just, you know, there's obviously no malice or ill intent with those kind of messages. They're just not appropriate in these current conditions. So take get rid of those things. And I think the, the point Melissa made is really important because we run into situations where a lot of our partners don't even realize what ads these third parties are running. So really have conversations with them. Uh, to make sure you fully understand and audit those. All right, number three. So, you know, we talked about being mindful of the messaging. Also be mindful of what it is you're promoting. Um, you know, promoting a stay for, you know, next weekend is probably not the best thing for you right now. Um, so updating your messaging to be promoting the stay in the future um, creating that dream of traveling and staying with you is is more appropriate now than trying to push a stay for you know the next weekend or next month, whatever it is. Um, just be mindful of of what you're promoting. I mean, we've seen we've seen other companies like visit Estonia, like they they are even encouraging stay home. You know, they're they're using that in their messaging. What they're trying with to do is you know they're Yes, the the stay the f home hashtag. Um, they it's a you want to be top of mind, so you you want people to still see your brand, uh, but you don't don't necessarily again you don't want to be insensitive. You want to you want them to remember you, but you don't want to be pushy in a time like this. Yeah, I look at some of the messaging that um, some of our partners are putting out and it really is tapping into nostalgia, t- tapping into empathy, the fact we're all in this together. But a lot of it has shifted from come stay with us now to, you know, until we meet again or we, we look forward to seeing you in the future. And, and and there's a few that are beginning to start promoting further out. I, I know one of our partners today was pushing out messaging that was encouraging the future summer vacation. And, and the messaging was done right because they talked about, you know how we don't encourage anyone to travel right now. Stay home, stay safe. Uh, but when you're ready to travel, here's an incentive uh, to do so. And and we encourage. Not everyone's following this. You know, rather than discounting those future stays, like Tim Peter said on last week's episode, you should really look at value adding to those to give people an added incentive. And then also think of what are the barriers to them booking right now, knowing that they're fearful. How can you eliminate the fear by being really flexible on the cancellation policy and things like that as well? No, I said on, on the okay, messaging was... on that topic in general, if you're promoting a summer stay, I don't even know that you need to really speak to what's currently happening now. If we're being a little bit more aspirational, if we're looking a little bit farther out, it's okay for hotels to be positive in planning their their summer vacation you know, you don't want to necessarily always bring someone down and say but in the summer it's going to be better depending on how your message is and this is worth testing but look on the positive side and say okay this summer is a great time to do that family vacation and you don't have to worry because we have a worry-free cancellation policy book now and lock in exclusive savings wherever it might be yeah and i, I think finding the tone that's right for your brand is important uh, you know I don't think you should be throwing COVID and Corona words in in that messaging, but I, I think it's okay and appropriate to talk about the situation. You know, you're you're going to be ready for a vacation, and 
things like that. I, I think it's talking around it is probably the way I would approach it, but I think it, it's different for every brand and you've got to find what was the right voice for you based on your personality. Yeah, we've been, we've recently been testing some of that type of ad copy where it is promoting a future stay, a summer vacation. And we're explicitly saying, uh, here's the cancellation policy within 14 days, whatever the cancellation policy is. I mean, a lot of hotels are being very generous right now with it. And, and we're, we're showing that we're reducing the fear by saying, you know, if this were to continue, it is is cancelable and it's a full refund so it's eliminating some of that doubt um like i said it's a test we don't have much data on it yet but we'll be sure to let you know how it works mm-hmm. all right moving on to number all right so marketing to drive markets um this is going to likely be some of your lifeblood once this starts to blow over a little bit. Uh, people will be much more willing to you know, drive to their destination than, than fly, most likely. Um, so, so when you're marketing to your drive markets, the first thing you want to do is making sure you're only targeting those drive markets. So this is kind of refining that geo-targeting on all platforms, um, Google Ads, Microsoft Ads, Facebook. Uh, making sure you're actively reaching that that drive market within you know a couple hundred miles I think is is fair uh, and then if you want to refine that even further you know check out your historical data uh, see what the highest converting demographics within your drive market are and and set bid adjustments towards those groups um, you know if the people who are making the conversions at your property are females aged 45 to 55 within a 200 mile radius you know and that's the the highest converting group you have set set your bids to target those people set your you know your geographic targeting and demographic targeting to target those people phil that sounds like it needs to be another video um to put together (laughs) how to do that for folks i think you're right. I think I can do that. Because again, yeah, you, you may have never done this before and this may have, may have fallen onto your plate unexpectedly. Don't worry. Fuel has your back. I'll create a video for you. Awesome. And I would say too, when we're talking about drive market, that is inclusive of your locals. You know, I think what we've seen historically when there's been some kind of event like this, people are, are willing to travel short, very short distances initially. And then after this, I think there's a lot of people that are going to want a form of escape from their home, but they will still be a bit wary of traveling anywhere. So there's going to be a, a phase at which you can tra- target locals, then the drive market, and then folks that are further afield. It's going to come back to you. Business is going to come back to you in that order. So you need to be smart about the appropriate time in the type, appropriate messaging and the appropriate targeting uh, to, to reach out to those people when the time is right. And, and something I've been considering lately is, you know, when you get the the locals to come back, when people start traveling more, uh, start promoting that the stay with you is how they're going to inject money back into the economy. If you're if you're talking about, you know, all of the products used in your hotel that are made in the United States or all of the things that are used in your hotel that are locally sourced, that'll make people 
feel more confident that, you know, the dollar they spend with you is going to where it needs to go. So if you have any of that type of thing that you can uh, type of things you can put into your messaging, I, I would recommend that. Um, lastly, last thing I had in marketing to drive markets is offering the best rooms you have available. And I know we talked about this with uh, with Lauren Gray, but you know if you only have a limited amount of rooms open, they should be the very best rooms that you have to offer. Um, so kind of extending this is a, a free upgrade to guests that are going to be booking with you. Um, it's going to create somewhat of a, a value proposition for them. But in reality, I mean, it is it's what you should have open regardless. All right. Moving on. Number five. Promoting ways you can help comply with social distancing. So even after this passes, people are still going to want to, you know, <laughs> social distance a bit. So promoting the ways that they can do that with you. Um, communicating that message is, is important. So if you have things like a, a mobile app that offers a check-in with either limited to no interaction with the front desk um, make sure that you let people know that same thing with a a digital room key um, it's less things people have to touch and carry that someone else has touched um, again limited no interaction they don't have to accept the key from somebody they can just take their phone and get into the room um, after check-in and lastly uh, promoting individual uh, outdoor activities that are around your property so kind of maintaining that that social distancing while on vacation Very and i'll also add as well to that the the fmb com component as well if you have options for for them to not have to deal with a, a breakfast buffet but you can do grab and go things like that i think are going to be appreciated by a lot of people moving forward as obviously folks are going to be a lot more sensitive to the interactions with stuff that other people are touching. And I've already seen an uptick of properties promoting apps and digital room keys for just that reason. So mm -hmm. it's already happening for sure. And I think that the vacation rental space sort of has an advantage there since they are sort of by themselves, you know, there is no lobby there, you know, you're renting a unit versus having to go through a hotel. So yeah, maybe yeah. something to be taken from there. Yeah, I also think the condo tail market too. So the folks that have, um, you know, beyond hotel amenities, they may have a kitchenette or a kitchen, full kitchen in their rooms, in, in multiple rooms. I think those are the kind of properties that, that are set to have a, a big, quick recovery because folks are going to be looking for that. You know, as they they want to go, they less want to go to restaurants. They'd rather stay in and cook and things like that. So if you have those kind of amenities. I think now's a good time to start thinking through what all you have on property and what adjustments you're making and how can you make sure that messaging is is present and, and prominent throughout all of your touch points with the guests on your website, you know, on your advertising, et cetera, et cetera. All right. You guys ready for number six, 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 six. All right. So a lot of hotels are not open for guests at this time so everyone's looking for incremental revenue if you have an on-site restaurant that's providing takeout or delivery services you need to make that known on your website on your social media um, google my business listings everywhere uh, if you're if you're offering takeout if you're offering any kind of delivery 
curbside pickup, whatever it may be, um, that may be your only source of revenue right now. So promoting it, making it very prominent wherever you can uh, is, is going to be essential with, with keeping some revenue flowing in. Um, so and I say make it prominent, things like, you know, the menu, the phone number, making it easy for people to order or, or get to you, understand what you're offering. Uh, all of that is extremely important right now. Yeah, and I'd say beyond beyond the restaurant, you know, if you if you don't have a restaurant, what are some other ways you can maybe make some revenue right now? I've seen some folks getting really creative with uh, gift cards. You know, we did an episode a while back on how how to create gift cards for your property, and and there's a lot of people being really generous right now and buying gift cards towards future stays. So it could be buy a gift card and get some extra values. You know, buy a hundred dollars and you get one hundred twenty five dollars in value right now. That kind of thing. The other thing I've seen. Um, folks do, which is a good way to generate revenue, depending on your situation, is offering rooms uh, for for rent during the day. So you're promoting the fact you have fast Wi-Fi and folks that are forced to work outside of their office, but maybe want to get away from the kids for a day or two a week. Maybe you can rent out your rooms to those people at a, at a day rate, which is obviously less than the, the regular rates you'd get, but at least it's something coming in and your costs are going to be lower because the cleaning is not, you know, you don't have to switch the beds and, and things like that. So just be creative. Look at look at ways. And, and then going back to the restaurant side, uh, if you do have a restaurant that's open, try to be creative and helpful. You know, a lot of families are, are sitting at home, you know, watching their pennies. So how can you create meal kits or, or ways that you're generating revenue, but it also saves them a, a few bucks as well. So be creative, but be aggressive in promoting that across all your social channels and try to tap into the local community. Uh, a lot of the chain, local chamber sites are doing a good job promoting folks in, in at least letting people know what's available in the local community. So just just be scrappy and try to figure out things that maybe you wouldn't have considered in the past. There's creative ways. You know, we've seen... We've seen uh, restaurants, and I don't see why a hotel couldn't do it in their event spaces. Is is have a band and live stream them, Facebook Live, you know, whatever you have available to you. Um, live streaming bands from your event space, it'll show off your event space. Um, it'll get people engaged with your social media. Um, if you wanted to show your brand behind the stage, that's that's great too. Um, but but it's kind of you know helping the local community. Um, we've seen these bands putting their, you know, their Venmo up because they're struggling right now too. But um, could be a could be a good way to show off event space. But that's the type of thing, like Stuart's saying, get get creative. And I, I, I'd add to this as well, saying that you know, if your property does have a restaurant, don't let your perishable food go to waste. You know, work with the community to get that food out to the people who need it, because there are a lot of people who are you know, furloughed or laid off or, you know, getting hungry at this time of year with all the stuff going on. So, you know, if you can help out with that, we've seen a lot of the, in our area, local, you know, producer, produce suppliers and restaurant suppliers who have this excess of inventory because they're not providing the restaurants what they used to, creating a direct to consumer model where they're either selling it at a discounted price or just donating it to, to have that food not go to waste. That's a great way to, one, help the community, but also create that goodwill when we come out of this where people want to come back and, and engage with your brand. 
And I've seen people, restaurants, you know, creating like pizza kits so you can come and grab some dough and some sauce and some toppings and there's something to do with your kids while they're driving up a wall. I've seen more restaurants doing sort of more bulk sales of like ground beef or here's some chicken or whatever the case might be versus selling meals or selling raw goods because we know that those things are really hard to come by in the stores right now. Yep. So get creative and then, you know, remember that advertising works. So to look at all the, the avenues that you typically advertise the hotels and start to promote these other things as well. And and if you don't have these things to promote, then, you know, be neighborly and promote other people as well. If you can do your part within the local community to to spread good goodwill, then I think it's a good opportunity for you to do that, too, across all your channels where you typically advertise. Cool. Well, this is a shorter episode. We're going to try to bring out more frequent, shorter episodes for the next few weeks that are tangible and tactical like like this one. Uh, Phil, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the ones we got in the in the pipeline coming up? Definitely. Yeah, we have we have quite a bit coming up at right now. So um, we we had Jeremy put together an awesome list of hotels who are doing it right right now. So. Um, hotel messaging and, and promotions during a crisis, kind of how to communicate with guests. Um, some great examples we've come across. We're, we're happy to share those with you. So that'll be a upcoming post, likely podcast. Um, local listing updates, how to update your Google My Business and, and all of your local listings across the web. Uh, that was one from Brittany. Um Teams working on a marketing during recovery. So we're going to create a checklist. And once once this all kind of starts to work itself out, we will uh, have a checklist for you. Things you should be looking at uh, for for recovery and and changes you'll need to make. Um, and Melissa's working on one for uh, analytics considerations during a crisis. So how to better understand your data during this. Crazy, crazy time. Yeah, and we're also, in addition to the content we're pushing out, we're collaborating with a lot of other vendors in the industry to try to bring you perspectives outside of ours. Uh, you know, we we focus primarily on the software that we provide, you know, the booking engine, the mobile app, and the CRM, but but also marketing services, so SEO, pay-per-click, analytics, this email, these things that we, we talk about a lot on this show, but... There's a lot of vendors out there that have unique perspectives, uh, offer unique value. So we're trying to tap into them and, and get that coordinated so we can have different voices coming on the show to provide help during these unprecedented times. So that's what we got going on. We're trying to also improve the sound quality of the show. Obviously, we're, we're recording remotely from each other, um, adhering to social distancing. So that's why the sound quality is a little lower. We're trying to improve that. But please bear with us. If you have ideas for topics, uh, content that you'd like to see us push out over the next few weeks, please, please let us know. This is your show. We do it for you. So if there's things that you need right now from us, please reach out, info at fueltravel.com. And don't forget to check out the resource that we put together on our website. So if you go to fueltravel.com slash resources, there's a master list there of all of the content that we've aggregated from across the web from every source we could find 
which is searchable, filterable. You can go in there and find out information about insurance and best practices and uh, sales and marketing and everything in between. It's rate management. We try to categorize it so you can find the content that matters most to you. So that's what we're doing here. If you want to let us know what you're up to as well, and uh, we'd love to share some positivity out there. So again, hit us up, info at fueltravel.com. And so, Phil, if they want to find you somewhere on the web, where can they do that? You can find me on Twitter at pforiska, P-F-O-R-I-S-K-A. And Melissa. I'm on Twitter at M-A-Kavanagh, M-A-K-A-V-A-N-A-G-H. And Pete, who's rocking a brand new mustache, must say, <laughs> very attractive. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's working. Uh, you yeah. can find me on Twitter as well at P-D-I-M-A-I-O. P-D-I-M-A-I-O. Right. You can find me at Stuart Butler. Again, collectively, you can find us info at fueltravel.com or at fueltravel on Twitter. Uh, one thing I would say to everyone listening to this, you know, you're not alone. There are people out there that, that are here to help you. This this is a temporary situation and it will get better. It may get worse before it does. But there's folks out there in the industry that are trying to really pull together. And we know that we'll all come through this a little bit better if we do work together and try to help each other in this current crisis. Uh, but don't forget other folks out there, not necessarily folks in our industry, but the people that are sitting there isolated at home, maybe the folks that live alone, maybe the elderly, the at-risk population. If there's someone that's touched you at some point in your life, a mentor perhaps that you haven't spoken with in, in years, just pick up the phone and call them. Right now is the time that people need human connection. Uh, this is the hospitality industry. We're in it because we love people. So reach out to people and be present in their lives, even though you can't be physically present with them. I think that's, I, I spent some time over the last week reaching out to some folks uh, from my past, and I, I'd say they really, really appreciate it right now because they're all stuck in similar situations to us being at home and being isolated. So just pick up the phone and call someone that might, you never know, that might just make someone's day. So until next time, you have been listening to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. Hey, Stuart, I have a question for you, though. Yeah? How do you make a tissue dance? I don't know. Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> Get out. That, that's, that's my germ joke for the day. That's a joke from a guy with a mustache. That's what that is. <laughs> hey, the joke is the guy with the mustache.